Give them back! I didn't take them, Sammy. If you don't give them back, you're going to be in big trouble. I'm telling you, I'm going to get you, like, suspended, thrown out of school. Who knows? Sammy, calm down. I didn't touch your shoes. I'm telling you. You took my shoes and you hid them. You thought it was funny. It's not funny. I need my shoes back. Sammy, I didn't. Avramel, I'm giving you to the count of three. A joke's a joke, but now it's not a joke. One, two, three. That's it. I'm going to tell Rebbe. Tell me what? Rebbe, Avramel is a ganav. Whoa, that's a pretty serious accusation. A ganav? He stole my shoes. He stole your shoes. Sammy, why aren't your shoes on your feet? Um, well, it's kind of complicated. Oh, why don't you, like, explain it to me? Everyone already laughed at me, Rebbe. I, 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 don't, I don't want to say. It's okay. It's all right. Just, just, just tell me, and and I'll, uh, I, I won't laugh. Believe there, I promise. Well, Rebbe, you see, I was coming downstairs to lunch, and I had my chumish, and I had my binder for my lemuda kaddish, and I was running to lunch because today I know they're having latkes, and they're very delicious latkes. Cheese latkes, very delicious, and and I was really interested in eating them, and I was running down the hall, and I, I it wasn't my fault, I I didn't see. Well, first of all, why, why were you running down the hall? Well, because I was doing Zrizas to eat lunch, and it's a big mitzvah to eat lunch, Rabbi. All right, and anyway, I was running down the hall, and, and I push it, I push it, didn't see as as Mister Mister Vonson, the science teacher, came out of his his room. And and he wasn't looking at me, and I wasn't looking at him. And and Mr. Vonson's not a small person. Sammy, um, is that Derek Harris? Well, he's not. He's not fat. He's not. not he's he's just a. He's like built like a football player. And and I crashed into him. And my binder, my chumash went flying, and my chumash crashed into the wall. Unfortunately, and well, my chumash Rabbi knows that I use my chumash a lot, right? I do. I do. And so Rebbe knows that my chumash, because it's used a lot and nobody bound it, it, it kind of has a lot of loose pages, right? Uh, yes. And, and my binder, Rebbe knows that my binder is a little broken, right? <laughs> I do know that your binder is broken. And Rebbe knows that because my binder is broken, I have a lot of loose pages in my binder. <laughs> I do know that too. <sighs> Especially from Gemara class today. Rebbe, that wasn't my fault. I didn't knock my binder off my desk. That was a Remmel's. I, I don't care what it was, honestly. Just, just, just. Yeah, so what happened? So, well, my chumash went flying, and my binder went flying, and all the pages fell out and piled out and fell onto the floor. My faith, it's terrible. Yeah, and nobody even, like, stopped. Everyone was so excited to eat lunch, they overran ahead, and so I, I, I was going to pick up all my papers. Okay, makes sense. And so I knew, because we learned in chumash, that Moshe Rabbeinu was told, Shal Nalecha, and Yeshua was told, Shal Nalcha, and... Because Admas Kaidesh, because the land was whole. Well, I figured if all of my Chumash papers and Gemara papers and Navi papers and Alacha papers and pages from my Chumash are all over the floor, it must be that the floor now has a Kedusha to it. At least until I picked them up. 
Just like our Sinai had Kedusha when the Shechina was on it. Until the Shechina left. And I decided that if the land has Kedusha, I have to remove my shoes. So I took off my shoes and I started to collect all the papers and all the Chumash and all my binder papers and everything like that. Okay. And I, I was so busy, I even missed all the lockers. It's, it's, and, and all because I was trying to be doing a big mitzvah on Adbas Kodesh with my shoes off. Okay, I, I understand. And, and maybe I could speak to the cook and see if there's any left. But what's this got to do with Avramo? And then, Rebbe, calm down. Sammy, you have to talk with Terech I'm your Rebbe, right? Yes, Rebbe, I'm sorry. Then, Rebbe, then you would never imagine... I'm sorry, Rebbe, sorry about that. One try more time. Then, Rebbe... I went to put my shoes back on. Okay. And they weren't there. Your shoes weren't there? That's right. And I know about Shuey and his swapping thingy shoesies. But my shoes don't do any swapping. They don't do any walking. They don't leave by themselves. I put my shoes down and they weren't there. Okay. And then I looked up and guess what I saw? Do I have to guess? No, I'll tell Rebbe. I saw Avremel standing there with a smirk on his face and he was talking to Yassi and they were laughing together as they looked at me. And that's how I knew Avremel stole my shoes and now they thought it was funny. Rebbe, it's not true. It's not true. Y- Yassi and I were, were laughing about... um um. What were you laughing about? Rebbe, I once heard the Chavetz Chaim held you didn't have to say... Um, uh, if it, Lashon Hara is about yourself and, and I, I, I don't alright you want to tell me privately what you were laughing at Yossi yes Rabbi what were you and Avramel laughing at oh it was very funny you see Sam suddenly Yossi stopped as he saw Sammy standing there and the Rebbe standing next to Avramel and some people looking not so happy Yossi, come here for a second. Sammy, stay right here. And the Rebbe took Avramel and Yossi to the side room and asked them, did you take Sammy's shoes? Avramel looked at his Rebbe with wide eyes. Seriously, Rebbe, I didn't take them. Yossi said, I didn't take them. And 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 we, we would be willing to, like, if we had to swear on a sea for terror. we don't do the Rebbe's eyes lit up. Ah, 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 ah. Do you guys know who took them? Do you guys know who took this, the, the shoes? <clears throat> well, well, well. <clears throat> ah, ah. So tell me, who took the shoes? But Rebbe, nobody took the shoes. Really? It's it's not gonna it's it's not gonna be a pretty ending to the story. What do you mean? If we tell Rebbe the truth, then I I think I think if we tell Rebbe the truth, somebody's gonna be very embarrassed. I'm gonna be embarrassed. The Rebbe asked. No, no, <laughs> not the Rebbe. <laughs> um, a, a boy in our class. Well, if he took the shoes, if he if he if he took the shoes and he put them someplace. And now the owner of the shoes can't find them, that that boy is going to have to be punished. 
Is Rebbe sure that the boy deserves punishment? If a person took those shoes and put them in a place that Sammy cannot find them, then the boy is going to have to be punished. Because it's not nice to Sammy. Look at how much sorry he's going through. Look at how much pain he's going through. I feel for his pain. Rebbe. Yes, Avram. Rebbe. Avram started to laugh. Avram, what, what kind of behavior is this? You go, go, go to Rebbe Feingold's office right now. But Rebbe. Just then Yassi burst in. In the conversation, Rabbi, I, I, I'll tell Rabbi. Okay, yeah, could, could, could Avram will stay here? Maybe. Let me hear what you have to say, Rabbi. Could I whisper it in Rabbi's ear? Yes. Are you serious? Oh, you they? No way. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> Sorry, <clears throat> it's not funny at all. Um, so Rebbe understands why 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 the person can't be punished. <sighs> I understand. Okay. Alright. The Rebbe went back in the hall with the boys and he said, Sammy, you stay here. Avramo, Yossi, everybody in the hallways, enough, the show's over, go up to class. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. And all the boys dispersed. All the boys left, looking over their shoulders, wanting to see what was gonna happen. And when the last boy left, the Rebbe walked over to Sammy and he put his arm on his shoulder and he said, Sammy, Sammy, could you do me a favor? Yes, Rebbe. Can you come with me for a second? But Rebbe, I don't have shoes on. Just come with me. We're not going far. And the Rebbe walked with Sammy about 20 feet to the other side of the garbage can that was on the floor outside of one of the classrooms and there were Sammy's shoes. Sammy, do you know who put these shoes here? Sammy's eyes lit up and his face turned red. I think so. Who? This is where I took them off. When I was going to clean up the papers, I, I forgot it was behind the garbage can. <laughs> All right, Sammy. So I Remmel didn't take your shoes. Well, he could have. He, 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 but he didn't. No, he didn't. So later, I want you to apologize to Remmel for accusing him falsely. About 20 minutes later, when everyone was settled back in class, the Rebbe said, you know, Talmidim, the story of the shoes today that we had. I discussed with Sammy about sharing another story about it. Because it was so interesting that I figured I'd tell you a famous, very famous story that's brought down about this. And I found it in a safer quoted in the name of Rabbi Zev Lef that he said the story over. It's a very, very famous story. You ready? You want to hear the story? Listen to this story. Sammy, you ready? Sammy, you ready? I, I'm not trying to make fun of you. We resolved the shoe issue. Uh, Rebbe. Yes, you can see Where were Sammy's shoes? Um, we found them. We found them. Who took them? Uh, whatever. We, we took care of it. 
Did the guy get punished? I hope he got a big punishment because that was really mean to take somebody's shoes and hide them from somebody. Yeah, yeah, we, we he, he, uh, uh, because I really think that that's something that really a person needs to know. Don't put shoes where the guy can't find them. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know, one, one time somebody, somebody stole my shoes and hid them behind the garbage can. Okay. You can see, you see, I appreciate your involvement in the story, but listen to this story. You ready? Here we go. There was a group of people who were called the Karaites. Karaim. The Karaites were people who did not believe in Tyra Shebalpeh. The Karaites were people who broke away from real Torah Judaism. And they adopted philosophies that were like the Tzedukim, like the Baisusim. They were people who were certainly not favored by the Orthodox Torah observant Jews. And they didn't like the Torah observant Jews. And just like the Tzedukim before them, who caused tremendous trouble for the Chachamim and for the Torah observant Jews, the Karayim also caused trouble for the Torah observant Jews. An example of something the Karayim did, even though the Chachamim said they shouldn't. The Karayim would bring a carbon Pesach, eat a roasted sheep or goat every Pesach night. The Karayim did not believe in the marriage rules and the divorce rules of the Torah. And therefore, at a certain point, many rabbis held the Karayim were not allowed to marry in the Jewish people. And therefore, there was constant fighting that the Karayim were trying to always get the authentic Jews in trouble and make it that people felt that they, who did not believe in Torah Sheb Baal Peh, were the authentic Jews. It was during the Ottoman Empire. Yes, Sammy? Uh, Rabbi, we, we have an Ottoman. You do? Yeah, it's this thing you put your feet on and you sit in a chair and you put your feet on this thing. My mother calls it an Ottoman. I don't know why. Um, so so was it like an empire full of like chairs or something? <laughs> or footstools or something? No. Uh, the, the Ottomans were people who ruled Turkey. And, yes, you can see um, We're having turkey for Thanksgiving. Um, that's great. Um, um, so, so who, who's the king of Turkey? There's a, there's a turkey king? Uh, do people eat him on Thanksgiving? Okay, you can see Yes, Avramu. Rabbi, I, I thought you're not allowed to have turkey on Thanksgiving. I thought like it's an issue of hukas or something. Okay. <laughs> you know what? <clears throat> that's a different discussion. We're, we're not having a discussion now. We're talking about, there's a group, uh, a country called Turkey. It's a country. You know, have you ever heard of the city called Hamburg? You can see Well, my grandfather, he has his hat, and he, he wears it, he calls it a Hamburg. Um, you mean he's wearing a city on his head? <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. How about Frankfurt? You ever heard of Frankfurt? Oh yeah, we're having it for supper tonight. <laughs> no, no, that's a Frankfurter, right? The point is, some names sound similar to foods. Oh, yeah. I once, I once heard of a city named Chicken. Really? Yeah, I, uh, they were, they, we were learning Navi one time, one of the cities, uh, I think it was, uh, maybe the Girgashi people or something, they, they were from Chicken and that's why they ran away. No. <laughs> I think the Rebbe must have said they were Chicken, they were scared. Alright, just listen, just listen. Ottoman Empire, Turkey. Oh, Empire. Yeah, they sell Turkey. That's a nice company. <laughs> they, they, they sell roasted Turkey and 
barbecue turkey and smoked turkey and oh yeah, I, I really like that. But my mother likes to make fresh turkey and stuff it. What did what did she stuff? Maishi. I, I don't want a conversation. Yeah, but I just want to know what his mother stuffs the turkey with. My mother, when we have turkey uh, on the Shabbos after Thanksgiving, because the Shabbos after Thanksgiving turkey is so cheap, because turkey is cheap after Thanksgiving because they want to get rid of it. And my mother, she she buys the turkey for Shabbos and she stuffs it with challah, old challah and old kugel. And it's really, really incredible. And that's why we have like a freezer full, a whole freezer full of challah. And Rabbi say, I have 10 minutes left before recess. Rabbi, could we just skip the 10 minutes and go to recess? Um, Elio, we're not doing that today, okay? We're, we're finishing the story, okay? All right, here we go. Back to the Ottoman. Uh, Rabbi, I thought it was the couch. No, no, it's it. No, it's the Ottoman Empire. Just, just, just listen to the story, okay? It's a group. It's a, just, just let me talk, and you guys, just, just listen, okay? No, anyone who wants to say something, raise your hand, and I'm not calling on anybody. <laughs> Sammy? Okay, here we go. During the Ottoman Empire, there were the Karaites, and they wanted to become the authentic Jews. They wanted people to believe they were Jews. And nobody else was Jews. And they approached the Sultan of the Empire. And they said, we are the people of Israel. And those other Jews that observe the Torah and the mitzvot, they are fakes. The Sultan said, okay, Sammy, what's the matter? Was the Sultan always insulted? Sammy, it's... It, <laughs> Oh, it's like the word king. What's like the word king? The word sultan. It's a name for a person, a Muslim guy, who's who's a, a, a Turkey guy. I don't know. Yes, Eliezer. Rabbi, I saw it by the stop and shop over there, there was a guy dressed like a turkey. He's the turkey guy. Rabbi, say, I'm not calling on people. But Rabbi, you're calling me. Okay, Eliezer, I'm sorry. It was a mistake, okay? I, I made a mistake. Well, let's try this again. Nobody raise your hand. I'm not calling on anybody if you raise your hand. Take your hands, put them under your, under your, under your legs, sit on your hands, take your hands, unscrew them and put them in your desks. Whatever it is. No calling on people. Rabbi? Yes, done. I, I, I don't have a screwdriver. What are you talking about? I'm just kidding. Rabbi said unscrew your hands out and make a joke. Okay. No more jokes. We're being very serious in my class. For the first time in about a decade or something. Okay, here we go, Chuck. So during the Ottoman Empire, the Quraysh wanted to be made Jews. And they said, we're the main Jews. And, the other, and those guys are, are fakers. And the sultan said, <clears throat> call me the rabbi and call me a representative of the Quraysh. And they're going to come in front of me. And I'm going to hear their cases and decide who should have the title of Jew and who shall have the title of faker. Pretend Jew who deserves to be chased out of the land. As was the custom in the East. When the Karite representative and the rabbi came to the sultan, they removed their shoes before they appeared in front of the sultan. The Karite removed his shoes and left them by the entrance to the throne room. The rabbi removed his shoes, but he picked them up and carried them with him into the sultan's throne room. Thank you for coming, the sultan said. I appreciate the fact that you're both here. We'll get to this matter, because resolve it once and for all. And the sultan then looked down from his throne, and he saw a sight that disturbed him. Rabbi, the sultan said, what is your explanation for this? For what, his majesty? 
Why are you holding your shoes in your hand? Why did you not leave them by the door like everyone else does when they come to see me? Well, your majesty, the rabbi said, you know that many, many years ago, Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the God of the Jewish people, appeared to our teacher Moshe at the burning bush. And at that burning bush, he said to Moshe, Remove your shoes from your feet. Yes, I've heard that story. Well, His Majesty Sultan, if His Majesty reads that story, His Majesty will see something very significant. And what is that? We never find that Moshe, or Moses, put his shoes back on. God says, Hashem said, remove your shoes from your feet. But it never says that Moshe left and put his shoes back on. We have a tradition that explains why. Why didn't Moshe put his shoes back on? And that is because while Moshe was standing by the burning bush talking to Hashem, with his shoes below the mountain, as he had to take them off to walk up the holy land to the burning bush, while he was standing and talking, a Karite, one of the people of this man's group, came and stole his shoes. And that's why Moshe couldn't put his shoes back on. And that's why, the rabbi said, we now, wherever we go, and we have to take off our shoes. If there's a carite around, we make sure to walk and hold on to our shoes because we're afraid the carite will steal our shoes like the carite stole the shoes of Moshe Rabbeinu. The carite heard this incredible story and he turned to the rabbi with anger in his eyes, with indignation on his lips, and he said, Nonsense! That is nonsense! Everyone knows that at the time of Moshe Rabbeinu, there was no such thing as Karaites. The rabbi paused and allowed time for what the Karaites said to sink in, and then quietly added, Your Majesty, I think we resolved who the real Jews are. Yes, you can seal. Now you can raise your hand. So, so, why, why didn't Moshe put his shoes back on if there were no carrots to steal it? <laughs> Good question. You know, the answer probably is Terah didn't want to tell us that information because it wasn't so important for us. We needed to know why he took off his shoes. It wasn't so important to know that he put them back on. But it's an interesting observation. But that story is a story about taking off shoes and not being able to find them. And that's why I thought, based on what happened earlier today, and Sammy gave him permission to say the story, right, Sammy? Yes, Rabbi. And now all of you can go home and tell your parents the story and see if they think it's funny. Yes, Avramel? Rabbi? Yes. Can we go to recess? Um, it's really a few minutes early. But Rabbi, what, what's Rabbi going to do for five minutes? Um, um, ah. Um, tell you another story? 
Rebbe, I'd rather, nothing personal, I love your stories and everything, but I'd, I'd rather play basketball. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Tell you what, if you take off your shoes <laughs> to play basketball, then, then Sammy's gonna steal them. Avramo? No, I'm serious. He's gonna, uh, Sam, why should Sammy, why should Sammy steal them? Um, sometimes people do Nikama even though the terrorist says you're not allowed to. Oh, would be Nikama? No, I didn't mean it's a comma. I, I mean it. All right. Okay, fine. You guys can go to recess.